So everybody has experienced pain. We all know what it feels like, but the question is, what do you do when you're going through that experience? Whether it be death, whether it be a loss of a job, or whether it be a loss of a child, or just finances in general, we all know what pain feels like. But I wanted to provide an environment where people could grow, where they could be truthful, and where it could be insightful, because not everybody is alike, but the bottom line is, is that we all can identify with each other. And so I wanted this place to be a spiritual place, a place filled with love and hope, because even in your darkest times, we all need something to look up to. So stay tuned. Yo, what up? It's V. What's good? What up, boo? Done it all. Just chilling. All right, you guys have tuned in to Stay Tuned Podcast. This is episode eight. We got all the giggles out. So now we're back. Yes, we are. You sure about that? I mean, it was good times, though. <laughs> it was good time. We got to sing spiritual. Like for 45 minutes. We had some technical difficulties. Never met anyone who didn't like to laugh. <laughs> I love to laugh, but we're handling business. Oh. Ain't nobody got nothing to say. Crickets in this mug. <sighs> what else? This is V. I'm here with my girl Z. Hey, y'all. Hey, and we have a very special guest. Now special. You've been <laughs> special, boo. My bae, my honey. Uh-huh. See the part that y'all didn't hear, <laughs> <laughs> which was edited. You know, she she didn't know very edited. You know what special men apparently, or maybe I don't know, because I always I I thought I was, but <laughs> you know I'm, I'm not too sure now. You're not sure. <laughs> what you not sure about? Yeah, I'm so foolish. Anyway, who am I? You're my. You were husband. introducing me. You are my husband. Hmm. Am I? <laughs> Because you know, it's, Am it's, I really? it's, 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 it's I really not the way like that you it. really treat a husband. It's, it's Whatever, I'm taking care of my business. Okay. All right. I'm with you. Okay. That was a good person, though. What's that? He said, "Am I? Am I what? Just am I?" Which mm-hmm. brings I? us to our topic. Hmm. Because it really does. Good it segue. Rolls. Segue. Good. Segue. Thank you for that segue. We pound it out and for you. Pow. All right, you guys. So we're gonna talk about loving yourself. Self-esteem, all that good stuff, and how if you don't fix it, you will jack up relationships. So true. We actually talked about this in episode four, um, right. forgiveness, but I think we just want to elaborate a little more, and it was such a popular episode that we just wanted to get into a more um, in depth. detail or in yeah. depth about this topic. Um, and we also have King to elaborate a little more and give the male perspective on it. So these are some of the points that we're going to go over. Um, Accepting yourself, realizing that you are enough um, to stop comparing yourself, respect and set boundaries, appreciate yourself and make time personally. Making personal time for yourself, like, you know, quality time. Um, Oh, people should have quality time with themselves. You know, I take myself to the movies all the the time. Trusting yourself, um, becoming a master at communication, 
meeting your own needs and being kind and gentle with yourself. Um, those are some of the things that you should strive for. And we're going to go ahead and hop into it. Cool. All right. It's so, crazy, though, because the topic came up mm -hmm. because of a conversation I had with Veronica about my mom. Wow. And it is so amazing how even <clears throat> as we grow, you're thinking that you know yourself. Right. But even up in age, there are some people who still don't know who they are and they still don't love themselves right. and they're taking right. it out on everyone else. So, um, I guess how did the conversation come about? Just that, that small part where it was like a light bulb that went off with you, where you recognized that maybe your mom didn't know who she was or. Well, you know, it was after a conversation with her, I was just on the phone with her and essentially she's talking about my dad and she's talking about her family. Mm -hmm. And as I'm listening to her the whole time, she's still putting everybody first. Wow. And you think about it in kind of in layman's terms where it's like, well, I know I like blueberries and I know I like this movie, but do you know you? Right. Do you like you? Yeah. You know, and then honestly having kids really young or just being the person that always puts yourself out there. So you're somebody's mother, you're somebody's sister, you're somebody's husband, you're somebody's cousin. Hey, you're somebody's worker, but you still don't know who you are. You haven't had time to even identify that about yourself. I think it's really tough to tell somebody to learn, um, to learn themselves or, um, to learn themselves, love themselves, care for themselves when they're a people pleaser, when they are the person who is the caretaker, when they're so used to putting other people's needs before themselves, because it's a lot of times you get lost. You get lost in the sauce because you're taking care of everybody else, right? Yeah. You want to make true. sure that everybody else is good. You want to make sure that um, they have exactly what they need, whether it be, you know, food, clothing, shelter, um, even down to the emotional part, right? And then when you sit there and you look back during your quiet time, you realize that you're a basket case because <laughs> you don't have anybody to talk to yourself. But what's crazy is I have to pose this question. Would it seem kind of selfish? Absolutely. For somebody who is selfless and they get off, so to speak, on taking care of other people's other people, um, some sometimes... I noticed that people who are natural caretakers, they don't matter in the equation and they're okay with that because they feel like if other people's needs are being met, well, then their needs are being met. But the issue with that is, is once those kids grow up, once you're not needed for the caretaking, you don't know what else to do. Like, this is not the first time that situation has happened. Um, you know, you think about like, uh, Back in back in the day, right when mm -hmm. you had mothers who stayed at home, well, the kids went off and they graduated college. They went oh, off. Yeah. They went off. You know, there was nothing else for you to do, and so you've been nesting this entire time. You provided the house. You made sure that your husband was taken care of. You hear about those women who say, "Well, I cooked his meal for thirty years, and then one day he got up and left, and I didn't know what to do with myself." Same thing for men. Right. It's the same thing. They end up, they've been working this job for 20, 30 years, and now they have to retire. And now you're sitting at home and looking you don't at know your what wife to do. Because like, the we kids are gone. Your purpose, this was your purpose. Your purpose was to, to work provide, and right. provide. And I've done that. So now what? So now what am I doing? Exactly. So that's when, that's that moment where you have to remember yourself. But I doubt very seriously. Like, 
that's just one of those things. It has to become a habit. You have to put yourself in the rotation of, um, oh, I got to go to my job. Oh, I got to do this for, I got to make sure I pick up the dry cleaning. Oh, I got to make sure, you know, Charles is good. Or I got to make sure I get home and cook dinner. Oh, I need to make sure that I, you know, spend some quality time by myself. I decompress. Maybe I need to write in my journal. Maybe I need to go for a run, whatever. That's why I have that hour by myself in the morning, even though it's so freaking early in the morning. <laughs> Y'all, we're not going to talk about 4.30 a.m. Sweet God, I'm so ready for my schedule to change. So 4.30 a.m. until it's time for me to go to work, I have one hour designated to work out, sometimes over that. That is my time to think about every single thought that I want to think about, right? Me mug everybody because I'm in beast mode, but mainly it's me releasing whatever anger, whatever, maybe I didn't finish something. Maybe I'm beating myself up about something. That's my time to psychoanalyze and be in my head, but that's my quality time for myself. Now for King, is that the same for you or do you kind of meditate or mellow out in a different way? And from a man's perspective, do you guys suffer from the same issue? Cause sometimes it just seems like it's a, a female issue. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure if that is gender specific. I think that um just in life in general, it takes people some people longer to find themselves than it is to other people and that's why like we talked about before about comparing yourself to other people. You you can't compare yourself to other people. You know, a lot of times you look at somebody and say, you know, oh like we're the same age, but, you know, they're so much more successful than I am. And so that's, that's you know, obviously something that you should not do, but a lot of people do it. And they look at each other like, you know, like, man, like, you know, he, he's so much far, far ahead of me than, you know, I, he's so much far more ahead than, like, I am and mm-hmm. where I think I should be. Right. And um, a lot of times, you know, people make that mistake when they're, like, choosing their partners or whatever. And um like we talked off air about um settling. Mm-hmm. And that's how people that's how people fall into that trap of settling. And I I mean, it's just tough, man. Like sometimes if like if you don't figure out who you are, like you, you, you can't be anything for anybody else. Right. That's true. Also have you noticed how a person has figured out who they are, but they question it because society tells them that they're wrong. I'm saying this because I'm one of those people. Absolutely. And you know what you want and you know who you are, but everybody's kind of telling you you're wrong. How, how do you handle that? How would you handle that? I think now, um, because of the time that we live in, um, everything is, it's, it's a, it's like a plethora of things like, your ideas, your views on things is, is accepting now. When you think about it from a generational standpoint, our parents, when they were growing up, they knew you had to work. And at some point, you could Google it. You probably can still Google it now. And and Google will bring up the top um, industries, right? Accounting, you got healthcare, all of that. Our parents went they pushed their children based on what was prominent at that time. They just knew you had to work and whatever they felt like was lucrative and 
especially if they felt like their their child was strong enough to go through that, they were going to push them in that direction, right? Well, now you have parents who are like, oh, dang, their kid is great um, with skateboarding or skating for that matter. It doesn't necessarily have to be so white collar, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You can you can be free to be artistic and have self-expression, right? So now you can st- you can be lucrative in those other areas that are outside of healthcare, accounting, and those are just the few that come to my mind or whatever. But my mom was that person, you know, go into healthcare. All of your family has worked in healthcare. It wasn't until I, I turned 34, like rolling into my 34th birthday, that I figured out what I wanted to do um, because I knew that all those other things did not appeal to me. Now I can say, oh, I want to be a graphic designer photography, anything related to art, color, all that stuff has always been appealing to me. The thing of it is, is that if you have a parent who is white collar and they may not necessarily pay attention to, let's just say art, they're not trying to foster that. They're just trying to push you into healthcare, right? I think that you should be willing to try anything, but if you know without a shadow of a doubt that you want to do something different or you want to derail from what your family is telling you that you should do, you should definitely try that. You should definitely do it. Um, I'll just use B for standpoint, B for standpoint. He went into pharmacy school, but he wanted to be a rapper. So he went to music school too. Mm -hmm. He tried both of them. He ended up doing Um, work more so related to healthcare, right? Pharmacy. Mm -hmm. However, he still wanted to be a rapper. You know, majority of the people that we have around us are artistic. You're an accountant, but at the same time, you love art Mm -hmm. in whatever form. Most people do, but to just to wheel in my, my point, I think now we have more support to have those ideas that are outside of the box. Even if you do have family members, i.e. your parents telling you, Hey, I don't believe that's the way to go. I know you want to be a dancer, even though you got a master's degree in business, but, um, I'm not going to support you. That's fine. I'll figure out a way to maybe still work at that corporate office just so I can support the dream. I was just telling somebody that the other day, like I literally work a nine to five just so I can fuel the dream. That's it. Take care of bills and fuel the dream. And so back in the day, our parents didn't have that. Now, do you feel like just kind of bringing it to relationships and how it affects the person in your life, be it a friend, be it a parent, be it um, a lover, um, for someone who doesn't know their self, how does that affect that relationship? And in that relationship, do you feel like it's causing issues when that person doesn't really know themselves or like miscommunications. Absolutely. If you don't know what your purpose is, um, if you don't know what you're supposed to do with yourself, you're going to be caught up in what that other person is doing all the freaking time, Hmm. all the time. You're going to be worried about why are you doing that? It also too, it causes a a disconnect because you don't understand. If you don't understand, like for instance, You could totally be an accountant, but on the weekend, you may put sandwiches together and go down to feed the homeless because your desire is to help people. Your purpose is to help people. It doesn't matter how it comes, but you go find it. You have to, your passion, passion and purpose are intertwined, I believe. 
when you wake up out of your sleep, when you breathe and you, your soul is, it feels, it feels complete because you're doing something related to your purpose. Mm -hmm. You feel whole, you feel complete. It doesn't matter how you help people. You just know you want to help people. If that means that every homeless person that you see, you're passing them socks, you're passing them undies, whatever, you feel complete because it's like, man, dang, I did what I was supposed to do. That's my purpose. Okay. And you, we talk about that all the time. You know that you want to help people. I know that I love color and I want to help people get the color in their lives, <laughs> right? Whether True. that be clothing, whether that be drawing, I got 59 coloring books downstairs and none of them belong to my nieces. This is my stuff. <laughs> and so, but I feel complete. Charles, he drives trucks, but he raps. He's a creative. He, he's a note taker. I sing as well. He, he sings. He does. I don't want to. If you go, if you go to the Instagram, <laughs> please look at, um, Lord Girls podcast. Stay tuned. Yes. Anyway, album soon, but He's done a couple of albums, always actively creating. He's always actively creating. He has notes that he keeps in his iPhone. It's just like a journal. It, instead of writing it, he's actually speaking it. So he have, he has word notes, you know? So I think that, and, and to fuel the purpose, but if you're with somebody who knows their purpose and you don't know your purpose, sometimes you find your purpose through that person. So it's not all negative, you know? Right, and I, I, I um... I want to branch on off that what you were saying about um, being with the person that um, if you have if if you haven't found your purpose yet, I think it's best to find your purpose and to find out who you are before you decide on who you're going to be with because you may be with someone who may not respond well to that to to the purpose that you are you know for what you're called to be. And then that's going to cause a rift in your relationship. And for like, for instance, there's an old saying, I, I actually heard um, somebody say it on Instagram and I, it's this past week. And it's funny, I hadn't heard it in a while, but people treat you the way that they meet you. And so, you know, the way like the way that you are like it's so it's so funny because the pastor was preaching about it the other week mm -hmm. like men look at women like hey this is the way you are man i hope you are i hope you're always this way you stay that I, way forever. I never want you to change i never you know be this way forever you know when but when it's more it's kind of unrealistic though cuz everybody well you don't change at your core but you, actually you might people evolve but your core that doesn't change. So if you were a thief when I first met you and you just, and you that's were not your, your core. core, that's an action. You think that's so? not the core of you. Like you're making a, well, if you a, think that something that somebody does see and see, I don't like, I hate when people say that. What if like, people are evil at their core? That you're doing. If you're evil you're at your core and you decide that you want to change that, I believe there are certain things you can evolve and you can get better. You okay. really can. But that person, okay. You ever met somebody that's like, oh, God, they just, they're horribly mean. Like, Correct. horribly. Right, right. Now, they've gotten better. They're still mean. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they're still mean. That doesn't change. But it's things they're, they've learned that it's, it's a time for that. Right. You know, so at their core, honestly, you know me, my kind self. I don't think anybody's evil to the core. I think there are people that are uneducated. I think there's people that have 
been unloved. I think it's people who don't know better, and when they know better, they'll do better. Sometimes. It's 50-50 on that. But I, but I feel you what you're saying on that. No, it's true. Like, you'll meet people who they've never seen kindness. They've never seen anyone care for them or they've never cared for anybody. Right. But once they get that in their lives, it may not. Matter of fact, you said this to me. You might not be the person they give it to. But the next person they date or the next person that they meet in their lives, they'll already be adjusted because you touch their life. Very true. Very true. Mm-mm-mm. See, I had to bring that back. But <laughs> the next I did wanna I did wanna ask, like, what are some of the things that you guys have done in order to learn our first one, which is accepting yourself? Like Charles, what did you do? Well, I learned who I was at a very young age. Um, and that goes part of what I was saying earlier. Like, some people just find it at different times in life. Some people are older. Some people are younger. And, um, you know, me, I have a, I have a very wide range of interests, which, um, which kind of, you know, it, 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 I mean, I I don't want to say I'm unique in that fashion because there are a lot of people that are into a lot of things, but some people, you know, you know, well, I'll say most people aren't into most of the things that I'm that I'm into, like you know, with the, the number of things that I'm into. But me, that was Z phone. She gotta have freaking. I thought we were supposed to turn all our phones off. Of course, you don't follow the rules. No. But but no, first of no, all, no. it's my snack time, and if y'all had some snacks in here, oh, I'm sorry. We've been feeding you all, all afternoon. Day. Thank you. <laughs> y'all better not have that was a high one. five. I got some waters and some cashews <laughs> and some banging strawberries. And some strawberries and some blueberries to take home. True, that's, that's true. There you go. And I gave you your yoga cup back. So don't act like you ain't coming. But it was yogurt in it when I gave it to you. <laughs> Smash. <laughs> Smash. Yeah, but but um, yeah. To just just to conclude that question or whatever. I I mean I think I found out who I was at a young age, and um, so it it wasn't necessarily hard for me. Um, you know, growing up growing up the way that I did, uh, having a big family. Not only that, um. Having a having a lot of friends around, like I didn't grow up isolated, and I I never, like I've never had that spirit of loneliness. Like right. I don't, I have no idea what that feels like. So that's nothing that you know I can relate to for anybody. So like, you know, being being alone is you know you, obviously like we just mentioned, you need your alone time and you need your me time. But if you're alone all the time, then you won't know what you like or what you don't like because you haven't interacted with another human being. You're always alone. But see me, like I said, that's the complete opposite of me. I always had people around. And so I feel like it was easy for me to, you know, find out who I was and, you know, figure things out about myself or whatnot. And so. You think in that process you've learned to accept the you that you are. I know that sounds a little cliche-ish, but it's it's a true question. Those things that you went through are are they the things that helped you accept you? Absolutely. Um I think I it, you know, it's 
Yeah, V V brought the term up earlier when we were talking about something else, and that was fight or flight. So it's like whatever you drop, you know, whatever situation it is you're dropped into is fight or flight, you know. And so it's what like. You know what? 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 What are you? What are you going to do? What? How are you going to play the cards that you're dealt? You know, and right. so everybody's everybody's not dealt. Everybody's not dealt the best hand. You True. know, I'm not saying that I was dealt the best hand, but you know, I played the cards that I was dealt. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, if you you play your cards right, you can you can still come out with a few wins. That's true. I feel like once you have accepted yourself. And you love yourself. I do see where there's an issue where now we're expecting society to accept us. So that'll roll us into the next one where it's like, when do you realize that you're enough? Mm -hmm. Because um, a lot of times, although you figured out, it's like, hey, you know what? I'm a Virgo. I know Mm -hmm. who I am. (laughs) I like chicken. And I'm... I not want to run. Who doesn't like chicken? I want to sleep all the time. I know who I am. Mm -hmm. So now you're with a person and that person is awesome-tastic. You don't know what to do with yourself. But you're still so insecure that you don't realize that you are enough. V, how did you... When did you know? There's like, hey, I'm enough and I, I belong here. And this person belongs with me. Hmm. That's tricky. Ooh, also the opposite. When you're with somebody, you realize either he's not enough or she's not enough. And the, re- the reason I just that's said that's question. the reason I just said that's tricky is because you know it did it did take it did take my wife. Along uh, a, a little while to kind of realize, like, well, like, man, like, this is not like some fluke. Like, this dude really loves me. He's, he's you know, he's treating me very well. Like, you know, like, I, I didn't know I was enough. I did it. I can't girl. with either one of y'all. I didn't know, girl. I didn't know. I always knew you were. I just want everybody to know. And then to this day, did I, put up I still love you. Uh, what I want y'all to do now uh, is answer this question. <laughs> so, seriously, seriously, in all honesty, it's it's weird because I feel like I was um, different parts of myself. Uh, you got different versions of Veronica with different people, and um, I feel like. The time frame that I had where I was by myself and I was an adult, this is exactly who I am now. But in between there, in between the the quote-unquote good relationship and the quote-unquote bad relationships, those were different versions of Veronica. Mm-hmm. And so um, in the broken relationship, I definitely didn't know who I was because I had somebody who was dominating me and it's easier to control somebody when they don't know who they are. Right. Um, because you can't, you could tell them anything and they'll believe anything that you're, that you say, anything that you do, you're easily, you're easily manipulated. And so then when you're just coming into knowing who you are and you do have a little bit of a taste of the other side, you, some of those 
um, some of that craziness from the broken relationships can we'll actually can seep on you mm-hmm. and seep in, right? So you find yourself acting like those people that you left. Woo. Okay. And so, yeah. and it really is a spiritual thing. I, I definitely believe that, but I saw myself being at a point where I could have taken advantage of the person who was good to me. Right. So then I got out of that situation because I was like, I will ruin this person's life. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then as I just start to come into my own and say, okay, this is who I am and this is where I feel comfortable and I need to know myself in order to be able to be in the next relationship. Even if I'm not all the way 100% there, I'm going to dang sure be like 80% there, right? Mm-hmm. At least, I, and I could say that I was probably at 70 to 75% before I met Charles, right? Mm-hmm. I was strong-minded. I knew exactly what I wanted and... I was driven behind that. I I was still working on my purpose. I was helping people, so to speak. I was doing hair, which is still another part of of being artistic, right? But it took him saying what he had to say to me and executing those words, right? But also, too, helping to set... he, He helped support me and say, hey, like, he reassured me you deserve this. Like you're great. I know that you know that you're great, right? I want to be with somebody who's great. You deserve to be with somebody great. I know that I'm great and I know what I'm, what I got on the table. I see where you're at and I see that you're even willing to work on your stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But you deserve that and so it really took him reassuring me and telling me that and he told me that for probably a couple of years honestly like look you you do deserve this and because his actions led up with him supporting me and helping to foster that whole idea that we could have something great together that's what was I was willing to trust that and that helped me coming to knowing who I was fully now, I want to pose this question to both for you, and we're kind of rolling, too. In the time span that you guys not only dated each other, but dated people individually, um, did you find yourself, because we're going into topic number three, like comparing yourself in to other relationships and to other people? Absolutely. Because that's something we all know we shouldn't be doing, but for women, it is something that I think, I think it's something in innate us. in us. It is. They actually did a study on it and for little girls Remember? even in preschool. Yeah, you were telling me about that. They always boys always want to be better than each other. They watch boys play, they watch little girls play. And these are children, they're like four and five. And the boys like I'm going to throw this basketball farther than you because I want to be better than you. But the little girls, it's like, "Oh, she has brown hair. I want brown hair too. She has blue eyes. I want blue eyes too. So this question is posed to both of you. Do you find yourselves, I know now you don't, but at any time did you find yourselves comparing yourselves to your, comparing your relationship to the last relationship where you're in or comparing yourselves to the last person that the other person dated? I, I, I think, um, I, I think it's only natural to do that. Like um, you get to a point you you don't you don't intend on doing that sometimes, but I think uh, I think it's only natural to a point where um, you know it just may be it, it may not be comparing you know comparing people like uh, 
um, in general, but just like maybe like a situation like, you know, hey, man, you know, like she doing this or whatever. Like, you know, wait a minute. Like, did my ex do that? You know what I mean? Or like or, or you know, on the negative side, you know, like, you know, like, well, my ex wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? And, right. You know, some people, some people are bold enough to, you know, throw it in each other's face. Like, hey, you know, well, and such as, you know, such and such didn't do this. You right. know what I mean? And so, I, I mean, it's flat out disrespectful. But, yeah. but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's only natural to do it. Um, it can be healthy um, if it's regulated. Like, um, you know, if you if you were to say, well, look, you know. It just to you know to put it out as like a, maybe a suggestion like hey well i used to do things this way you know like if you think that's a good idea or whatnot you know if you're not comfortable with it you know we don't have to do it or whatnot but um or if you're comparing to another like a like a not not necessarily like an ex but a current couple that you see you know from afar like hey well you know, these two do 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 it like this or whatnot, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I think that's a good idea. Like, maybe we should implement that in our relationship. And um, it's not it's it's actually a good thing to have like a model, a, a, a model couple to look up to or to look or, up to, but not to be correct. No, 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 no. Yeah. You don't want to. Yeah. You don't you, you're not trying to like emulate them like oh these are our idols you know we worship them you know what i mean but you know you could take a few things that that people do and um you know you can kind of be like hey you know what like like we, you know we should start doing that you know it, it could be something it could be something in real life it could be something you saw on tv you know hey you know that that's something that we can implement you know in our relationship i think we should start doing that or whatnot but you don't want to you don't you don't you definitely don't want to get into like a com a comparison war you know like oh you know well such and such do this like this such and such do that like that or whatever and that that'll make things very uncomfortable and awkward and see so charles gave it from that perspective but a lot of times women we will compare ourselves just because um, we think that he's missing something. Oh yeah, from the past. So you know, you so busy thinking for this grown man, right? That you forgot that he chose you. Correct. So it could be based on body type. It it might have been food that she used to cook. Um, and you're asking, oh well, you know, well did such and such do this? Um, even if because me and Charles didn't go um, tick for tack about. Well, well, what was such and such's name from four years ago that you dated or whatever? So let's just say I was being super petty. I could go on Facebook after he gave me his ex's name, look her up, see what she likes, see what she does, and draw these comparisons, but really draw these conclusions about what I think that he likes or what I think that he may miss from that relationship. And like you said, we're drawing conclusions, but we're also making up his mind when if if the relationship was so great, they would still be together. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's it's crazy, and we do do that. I don't know why we do that. Why we need to know who the ex is. I mean, if that person has has completely been removed she out of your partner's life, he's an ex for a reason. Exactly. We can't make this. I you know same thing Charles said earlier. It is not a gender thing because there's men who do it. They do it too. When you're just checking to see who the ex is, the ex is irrelevant. That's why she an ex. Exactly. Or that's why he's an ex because the person is not with them anymore. So you really need to leave them where they're at. Not screwing their ex or still dealing with their ex. That should just, 
you shouldn't even be thinking about that. I would never draw comparisons of my, like compare myself to any of his exes. One, I don't really think that any of us were alike in all honesty, you know, we, we have some similarities, you know, we may have similarities or whatever, but I'll just take this. For instance, women will be petty on stuff like this. The body type might've been different. If, if I'm sitting here comparing my body type to every other woman that he's dealt with and they've been like these super, you know, um, voluptuous women with all this backside. <laughs> well, honey, I, my, my, my dreams and, 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 and aspirations is dead. <laughs> okay? Like, you can't do that. Because you, you, you end up internalizing that stuff and you end up causing issues. And you mad. You mad now. But you mad at him for no reason. Yeah, or you mad yeah. at her for no reason. True. She didn't say that. Yes, she dated this eight-foot model who had God muscles dang. that nobody could have. He definitely on steroids. Right. You 5'3 and weigh 300 pounds. But she with you. And she love you. So, rolling into the next. You out of shape, bro. No. Right. But no, but that actually brings us to the next to the next um, point, which is respecting yourself and setting boundaries. How do you do this? Now, see, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even no, this, know. That's why I wanted to hear because you know. Oh, you want to ask all these you, questions? Yeah, how you want to ask all these questions? How do you say no, Z? How we do all know that's my problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you should. I, Okay. If you had, I'm it, actually gonna. Just, if it was a perfect world, how would you have? No. It? If if it was a perfect world, and we're let, let's be honest, you know, I'm really not comfortable talking about myself, but I'll talk about this because mm-hmm. it took me a long time to get here, and I love them. I love the Thorpe so much, and I actually came over here to kind of talk about me. And I was having an issue with this because I do respect myself, and I have already set boundaries. Right. I personally have not been dating mm-hmm. for what is two years now. Yeah. Because I have respect for myself. Mm-hmm. I won't just take anybody. Right. It was a time though when I thought that was selfish. Mm-hmm. And if we go back to the other topics too, it's me letting society kind of tell me that my. My you. boundaries that I'm setting are excessive, but they're not. If you love yourself, because me personally, my body is sacred. I'm not giving it to anybody. I'm at an age where I just, she I don't want to play games, but at the same oh, time, <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> you need to figure out what you want. It's not about what everybody else wants. Correct. So as long as I'm respecting myself and doing the things I need to do and the boundaries I have set for myself are for me and the person who's going to be with me, he's going to respect that, mm-hmm. you know? So don't be afraid to set those boundaries. And if you have a good team, which I do, I have a great team. I have a great family. And when I'm feeling like no one's understanding me, I'll come to them. Right. And they'll put me in the, if you have a good team, they'll put you in the right res- perspective. It is no reason to jump into any relationship because everybody is telling you, girl or boy or guy, like, hey. You know you're you getting old, You right? know you're getting old. You, you still ain't dating nobody. <laughs> hey. I could have been there somebody. Like it's it's not that deep. If you if you're not completing you, it won't matter who you end up with because it's always gonna be over. And jacked. Yeah. 
Yeah. It'll be a horrible relationship because you, you're you still not happy with you. You're still not happy with the things you're doing in your life. And you set no boundaries. So this person is already going to be all over you. Or they're just going to leave you because you've lost your mind. Right. Can you name five, five, um, what do I want to call them? I don't know. Points. There you go. What does he need to have? Just the top five. For who? For, for, for society? Who Not for society. <laughs> Why are we getting with anything? Like for your guy. For your ideal guy. Okay. My ideal Because I don't find you to be unrealistic. So the top five should basically prove it all. Even if the list is worth like, even if you got 20 points. No particular order. Yeah. Just no particular <laughs> order. No particular order. Okay. He has to be funny. Mm-hmm. Because as we can hear, I love to laugh. Right. So he has to be funny. Um, employed. Okay. I would prefer him to have his own place, but a car is debatable. Okay. So as long as he has his own place, um, honest, and kind. Okay. That's pretty much it. Well, that's the regular dude. <laughs> is it? Because niggas ain't honest. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, can't say niggas on this, okay? You know what, oh, though? I'm, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's a lot of dudes that are honest and we just not listening. Yeah, we tend to. And more than just dudes, there's a lot of people who are very honest. And when you're in your emotions and you're feeling what you're feeling, you're not listening to them. That and we don't, we're, we're just not receptive of it at all. Like we're just like, oh, we, we have negative names for them. Like, yeah. oh, she's just so crass. She's just so blunt. But it's like. <laughs> You want what somebody you want. who can be transparent and honest, mm-hmm. you know, um, give us ways that you have learned to appreciate yourself. Uh, I had to step back. I really did because by nature I am, what's the word? Selfless. Very selfless. So I put everybody's needs before anything. The dog, the stranger yeah. across the street, okay. the serial killer who lived down the street behind the police officer. I she, love you. She okay. loves all people, <laughs> even the bumblebees. People yes, be nice to this be. is true. That's because King is a murderer. I killed okay? And he a killed bug. me right in front of me. He's a murderer, and I'm saying it. And she <laughs> actually dropped a tear. <laughs> over really a did. bumblebee and this was like five years a ago. bee that can kill a bee that can kill people a bee. <laughs> this was not a serial bee killer okay it was a bee that was minding his bee. if you're allergic to you bees you know their wings are smaller than they body will kill you don't do that but there was wings are strong then <laughs> <laughs> getting back to i don't even know what we were saying but for me it just took me taking some time to honestly, and this honestly, I have to say this goes out to women. It is okay to be by yourself. Mm-hmm. It really is. Ladies. Stop listening to people say, hey, you need somebody. Girl. I don't need anybody who doesn't need me. Come on. Yeah. Period. You can be sad. You could be in that moment. It is nothing wrong with it. Have your hurt. Hell, my last, I was hurt for, I want to say, was it two months? Right. Two months. I was really sad because this particular person I know even today was the one, but you can't make someone else want something. Right. And all you can do is wish them the best and hope that they're happy and they're happy in everything that they're doing because I'm happy in everything that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I love myself so much and it took me so long to get here. And I thank him for reiterating that. 
I get tired of people. Because you have men who say it too. Oh, this person was an ish. Everybody you dated was an ish? Right. Like exactly. all of them? You didn't Come have on, one Cat good Williams. relationship? Right. Thank you, Cat, because that's the truth. It Everybody is can't so be horrible. That's when you really have to look into yourself and see what's going on with but you. But we're not honest about that. That's about pride. That's about that's really And you about have to pride. lose that. You have to lose that at some point. <laughs> not so much pride. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not selfish. Um stubborn. No, it's not stubborn, but it's like it's foolish pride. Foolish. You no. should have pride mm-hmm. in yourself, but that's foolish pride. Right. Where you can't, you're basically in a relationship so that everybody thinks that you're somebody. That's not how that works. A lot of people You're wasting are. your time. You're wasting his time because you're actually preventing him from being with the person he's supposed to be with. You're preventing her right. from being with the person she's supposed to be with. Um, what is his name with the funny mustache? Comedian. Oh my god, you totally just painted his face too. I did. Did, you, got just, did you just paint his hair oh, on? No. She did. He is a <laughs> if y'all saw her, it, y'all didn't see it, but she just did like a, some Harvey. kind of spray. Oh my god, Steve Harvey don't have no hair. She, <laughs> she sprayed no. his hairline. Like is, is this ninety seven? <laughs> but that's because he's, um, don't do that. <laughs> that's because he shaved the ball. But right. he made a great, great, great point, especially about men. All men will become men. But you won't become a complete man until you learn to love someone more than you love you. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's honestly, that's what all women are looking for. You're looking for that where this, because everyone is selfish. And I hate when people say, oh, there's no selfish. Everybody's selfish about something. Everybody selfish is selfish. In their life. When you wake up one morning and you realize that this person is so more, much more important than my needs. Much more than Much that, more yeah. important. I wake up and whatever this person needs really will come first, even if they don't want it. You know. And he was like, because how he'd been married, this was like his third marriage. And he was like, his first two, all he can do is apologize, but he learned from them. And his third one is like, I know because everything for her needs to be, but as women, we're always like that. Mm-hmm. We tend to be very open right. and really from emotional. The so from the jump, we always feel like this is the one. But at the same time, we're not listening. Like, I stopped listening. I was going through so much. So at the time, you stopped listening to that person. And now you're just listening to your feelings. And you're hoping to not ruin something. You need to relax. And that's it was never like me. I just didn't relax. So just going to that, you know, and... I can't believe you had me talking about myself. What? So that is enough talking I mean, about me. Oh, it, it matters, oh, so that's that's not what we're talking about. Right. Yeah, we, we, you know, yeah we're done talking about It matters about of this topic oh, of okay. self-esteem and self-love. We're basically saying that you have to have a happy medium of self selfishness. And selflessness. Yeah. And selflessness. Mm-hmm. And you need to be able to appreciate yourself. And love yourself so that you can project that to your partner. Mm-hmm. And learn how to spend time right. with yourself, which yes. is the last two topics. Absolutely. You Trusting to yourself. Yeah, trust that yes, trust babe. that you know what's best for you. I want to put myself in you. That wow. was so okay. uncomfortable. That was... It was. Um... <laughs> is, that not, is that not what you just said? Trust yourself. I want 
to put myself in you? First yeah. of all, that's like a private conversation. You talking about making making time, making personal quality time? Whatever you want to call it, baby. All right. <laughs> and they dapping. Okay. Somebody give me a towel. Anyway. So, <laughs> we were talking about making time for yourself. Small things. Like, it's okay to take yourself out. It really Absolutely. is. It's okay to call a friend. You know, like... You don't have to you don't have to depend on someone else to do things for you. Like I'll take myself to a movie. I actually may go to the movies tonight. I don't know. It all depends on how I'm feeling. But if you're not okay, if you don't like spending time with you, how the hell is somebody else gonna spend time with you? And I say that if you don't like it, love it. If you don't support it, if you don't uphold it, if you don't set standards for yourself, how do you expect to give that willingly to somebody else? Mm-hmm. Even if, like I said, we're not talking about somebody being at 100% because some, sometimes you don't even find out certain things about yourself until you're in that relationship with the person that you're supposed to be with in the first place. Yeah. Because sometimes you being around that certain friend um, or group of friends or just like I said, just a partnership, certain relationships bring other pieces of the puzzle of you out. And you don't know that until you get with those people. Mm-hmm. It's like being a power ranger. You know, <laughs> I got power on my own, but I didn't know that I was as powerful as I was, babe, until I met you, the black power ranger. I want to take this notebook no, and no. paper cut. Not like power wrist. rangers. They can never take... Th- so, they, so you want to be like Captain America? I, I mean, you know what I'm saying, man. I anyway. No. <laughs> you know. You know what I'm saying. Um... Also, too, you know, you need to learn how to communicate with yourself. How are you feeling today? Mm-hmm. Hey, V, how are you feeling? I have, when I'm getting dressed, um, I always say that my moment of prayer um, and reflection is during the time where I'm getting dressed because I'm looking directly at myself in the mirror. So who else you going to talk to? <laughs> you going to talk to yourself and God. You know, I don't really, you know, speak out loud unless it's like, huh, that was a great idea. Like I give myself kudos. Girl, you crazy. <laughs> Sometimes I do that. You don't. You don't agree? Anyway, so... (laughs) What's wrong with speaking out loud? I mean, there's nothing nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying I don't go that far all the time unless it's something funny or... I do, so I'm nuts. Am I crazy? Yeah, so just just become more aware and in tune with yourself. Um, Learning how to communicate and pay attention to yourself. It is definitely a process. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. It really is not. It's not. But by you doing these things, um, because I'm still hitting points, you're able to meet your own needs. Everybody has needs, but you're able to meet your own needs because sometimes you don't need somebody else to meet your needs. Sometimes there's some things that you just need to do for yourself. And you actually have to realize the difference between needing something and wanting something. Correct. A lot of times, especially in relationships, you want something. But you didn't necessarily need that. So when you're looking at your setting your boundaries or you're looking at your requirements for a relationship, you're putting all these wants on the list. You can want whatever you want. They want ice water and hell, but they're not getting it. What you do is you need to figure out what you need from this person. That's something basic. Like you need water to live. Right. You need air to live. These are the things that you're going to need from this person that you're with. You want a diamond. But you don't need a diamond. Right. You're not going to die if you don't have a diamond. diamond. You will die mm-hmm. if you don't have air. Correct. So when you're, even at 
for yourself, you need to find out what you need first. And when you figure that out, all the stuff you want, now you can kind of toss it up. It's like, okay, I want that and I'll get that later. But today I have what I need. That comes into, um, that actually falls into this category, security or stability. Mm-hmm. Which one do you need? Do you need security? Do you need stability? Um, I think with stability, it'll bring security. Correct. But you so can't you're have so both. worried about you're so worried about you say, oh, I need both. But if you have one, it will bring you the other. Correct. So focus on honestly, me personally, I will focus on the stability part in order to gain the security. But it's whatever it's like you want to do. Absolutely. Um, I think that above all things with all of these points, um, male or female, if you don't have a good team around you that can help, um, you know, support you and allow you to be yourself uh, at you know, all times to identify with who you are. Um, I think that we have a really good team around us. Each one of us are different. And what I like is we don't shun each other for being different. You know, each one of us is an individual and in our own right. We don't, we're not a bunch of yeses either. Correct. They make that joke about Kanye West and how he has all these yes people. But that can actually be bad. You need somebody that can call you on your crap. Correct. You need a friend. I need to make, you need a friend that's going to tell you, hey, you're being ridiculous right now. You need somebody that's going to be honest with you. And you need to take that constructive criticism and roll with it because there's nothing wrong with it. That person's telling you that because they love you. If they didn't love you, they'll let you walk around with that booger in your nose. But they love you. So they got the booger out. Mm -hmm. No, no, I told you to get the booger out. You stupid. They told you. He didn't actually dig it out for you. You know what I mean. It's the truth. Um, so freaking stupid, yo. That freaking booger. <laughs> and if you don't have a team around you, I think that it's important for you to seek out help, um, whether that be, you know, like a life coach or some type of mental health counselor, somebody that you trust, that you entrust those um, type of personal decisions, um, that kind of personal development. Um, we're all just trying to, you know, be better versions of ourselves. At least I am. And I don't have all the answers, but, um, in those moments where I'm kind of unclear, you know, I can spout something out to Charles if he doesn't get it, or maybe I don't want to even tell him at that moment in time, I'll call Z or call my best friend or, or call the rest of the the, the team and just kind of, you know, throw something at them. But like I said, we're all individual individuals in our own right and and Charles has that kind of team around him too like none of the guys are you know one and the same they're all dif- different and you have to be um I think that it's important that you can be yourself and you know be your own individual self too that is a part of you figuring out who you are and um your identity because you said if, it before, if everybody is, be, like you said, the same, the yes person, yeah. or everybody's doing the same thing, then it's like, you look around at some point, what if I change my life and I, you know, go off course? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. You want to be somewhat complete because the person that comes in your life should enhance it. Right. They shouldn't take away from it. It shouldn't be a struggle. Love is not hard. You know, loving yourself shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be. And I think that you should want to be with somebody who does love themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you do love yourself, um, I think that things may may come a little bit easier. Um, the tone of the relationship. Like, if I'm happy and I'm, I'm, I'm making time to 
um, make myself happy, then I'm only going to, you know, um, shower him with happiness. If I'm a B-I-T-C-H all the time and I'm just angry at the world and I'm not really working through those issues, I'm definitely going to take it out on him. He's going to be my punching bag. my personal issues. They're not their issues. That's not that man's issue. That's not that young lady's issue. She is not the one who did you dirty. She's not the one who created that issue. So that's something you should work on before you try to make this huge commitment, you know, and you really need to let go of the past. It was a conversation that me and King were having earlier, which is the truth. It happened yesterday. It happened yesterday. I don't want to talk about it today. Once we've talked about it and it's out and believe me, you can be in your feelings, but you need to let it go, especially if you're expecting to stay with that person. But why do you think that people hold on to things? Do you really think that people hold on to things because they feel like they just... They want to be stuck in that feeling of being angry or upset. Why do you think, why do you guys think that people, why it's hard for people to let go? I think it's hard a lot of times for people to let go of the past because it, they feel like um, whatever issue it was, it hasn't been resolved. Either it hasn't been resolved or they're not happy with the results. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't get, they didn't get the answer that they wanted. Um, Why are you looking directly into? You asked me a question. Oh, okay. So I'm looking at you. And if you take offense to what I'm saying, then it's, it's, those are issues that you need to work out. You sister. foolish. No, but um, I, yeah, I think I think what it is, I think that it that what it is is that people, um, if if they they feel like they're right, and if they don't. Some people can accept the fact that we have to sometimes you have to agree to disagree. Mm. And um, if I'm trying to convince you on something that in my heart I know is right and you still don't receive that and I, I can't convince you that is right, then I'm never going to be happy. Now, I mean, not me necessarily, but that's, you know, people like they're, they that's I think that's how a lot of people feel. Is that, you know, hey, well, I know this is right. And and if, you know, like you're not going to accept that, then, you know, get, I, it, like this is never going to be settled. Right. You know what I mean? Like like and, and it, if it gets brought back up like the next day or something, you know, you're just going to start the same argument over again. And it just mm-hmm. it's going to get repetitive. And it turns into more than what it needs to be. You might have had an argument about socks. Next thing you know, y'all talking about it's over. You like, but. I just forgot to fold the socks. But the socks turned into a six-month argument. How many times have I told you to fold them socks? Exactly. And then it turned into, I'm always telling you this, and I got to repeat myself all the time. Now you don't listen. Hey, Mm. I just forgot to fold the socks. I'm going to need you to let that go. And I know the issues are sometimes bigger than that. Right. But once you've had this conversation and you got to be clear with the person you with, if they feel like it's done, and you don't feel like it's done, then y'all need to continue talking because that's another problem too. Like sometimes people in their in their frustration, because I'm not gonna say everybody's not always angry all the time. Sometimes it's just frustration. You're just a little frustrated with the with the conversation, so you'll walk away from it. Mm-hmm. But the conversation was never over for you. You were just frustrated with it and you left. Mm-hmm. So for that person who's standing there though, especially if they're genuinely a happy person, they think it's done. Like I'm, oh, she's good. Yeah, she's a little irritated, but she's good. Or he's good. We're done. But 
you haven't let it go. And if that is the point, you need to continue that right then and just let it go. You don't hold on to the past just makes it fester and it just makes you sick. It's not worth it. I was just going to um, ask you guys another question. You come into the relationship totally knowing who you are, your identity is strong. What if you're in a broken relationship and your identity get rip, gets ripped from you? Um, and, and at that moment that the, maybe the relationship is failing, you feel lost because you do find those people who feel lost after a relationship, right? And I'm not talking about necessarily um, a marriage, but what about those tumultuous relationships where um, they're just really difficult. It's always a struggle throughout the entire relationship. Oh, yeah. And you find yourself looking crazy at the end of it, mm -hmm. you know, and you have to kind of pick up the pieces. But before, when you came into this, you were good. And it's like you had a tornado storm of a relationship. Now you don't know how to move forward. Like, how do you work through that? Um. You know me. I'm the the uh, I'm the analogy guy, mm -hmm. and um, I, I I I do a lot of sports analogies, and this sounds like like a championship fight, like mm -hmm. a boxing match. Um, you train and you train and you, you you're good. You're like you know I'm in tip top shape going into this boxing match, right? And then you go into the boxing match, and <laughs> your opponent just beats the crap out of you mm -hmm. and beats you down. You know, and um, then, you know, and, and so after you lose after you lose that match and it's over with, you know, now it's time for recovery and you have to build yourself back up. You got to get back in the gym, start back training, you know, to get back to where you were and figure out who, who you once were again. Because once somebody beats you down, that could take away your confidence. It's very true. And then, you know, you but you once you get back to your process, get back to your routine and to get into what you were doing, you know, take some time off. Then you now now you've rediscovered who you are right. and you like, oh, OK, you know, now, you know, now, now I'm ready to get back in the ring. Mm -hmm. I think it is. Like that last point was saying, treat yourself with care. I think that when you've had um, situations like that, where they leave you kind of stranded, that it's important that you do treat yourself with care because it, it can be real easy. If you don't feel that you have a purpose or your drive or your passion has been taken away from you, like if you've been robbed from that, it's real easy to slip into a depression because mm -hmm. it's like, what else do I have left? Exactly. You know, you don't have the relationship, even if it was broken, you know. Um, you can't beat up on you know, on each other anymore, so to speak, whether it be with words mm -hmm. or, you know, physically. So and the um, relationship already made you unsure about something you were sure about. Right. So like, now you're questioning who you are. Correct. Because it doesn't even have to be, quote unquote, physically, um, physically bad. You meet those women all the time, even those guys who they were good. They were secure, but they ended up with a cheater. Now they're all insecure, you know, and it, it does make you insecure about who you are. Cause you like, am I good enough? Mm -hmm. yeah. You think you good enough, but you might not be good enough, you know? So <sighs> I just love everybody and I just want everybody <laughs> to be the best. That was part of the reason we revisited this. It was so important. There's so many people in our lives and like right now, we were just having a lot of conversations about it. So we really just wanted to revisit this again and kind of just let everybody know, like, you're not alone. And no. people 
really feel like this and these are just some of the things that you can do to kind of get out of that space is nothing wrong no. with spending a little time with you to learn what you like and to what to learn what you need because if you don't know how can you let somebody else know yeah. and in those moments this last thing i want to leave with you guys in those moments where you're feeling real low be sure like i said to um seek help for that we're all about mental health here, and I am a firm believer that sometimes helping other people who are in worse situations than you can always make you feel better yeah. in hindsight. It, it really, truly can. It can bring some self-worth, some self-preservation. Um, you know, it's plenty of people who are in just terrible situations, worst off. You know, when we're in our situations and we're in the thick of it, we think that it's just the worst ever in life, you know, but... I can guarantee you there's always somebody who's going through something way worse than what we are, even if it seems that that it's just traumatic to us. So um, keep, you know, reaching out and, um, you know, supporting each other, supporting each other's dreams and ideas. And we love you guys. I love you. All right. Go ahead, babe. Take us out. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I'm about to turn this microphone off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so foolish. I'm telling you, Spirit of the Negro. Mm-hmm. No. Go ahead. That EP coming out. Don't be yeah. a hater